0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mind on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and today my guest once again is Nina Naran. Nina is a licensed social worker and a primary therapist at Penn Medicine Princeton House Behavioral Health in Hamilton, New Jersey. Today, Nina and I discuss why parental acceptance is so important when it comes to the mental health of LGBTs. So, I hope you enjoy the episode and find it helpful.
1: So when I have families who are completely unwilling to um, kind of recognize um, either the sexual or gender identity—I mm-hmm. should say sexual and/or gender identity of their child—you um, know, a lot of times I'll see um, you know kind of what you would anticipate, like just kind of general inflexibility, a lot of misgendering, or um, you know, using um, using perhaps like the birth name, even mm-hmm. if the child has identified that they don't, you know want to use that name anymore. Um, you know, as well as, you know, a number, a host of other kind of situations that can be very invalidating. Um, and what has come up a few times has been, um, either I've had patients who've, um, come in with the experience of previously been exposed to conversion therapy. Um, or, um, I've had families who have been interested, um, in, 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 exploring that as Mm -hmm. a, um, as a treatment alternative. Um, so it can be, it can be really scary, um, in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, conversion therapy, just to kind of give a quick definition, if, if anyone doesn't know what that is, um, conversion therapy is a, kind of, you know, supposed therapy, um, really, I, I think I'd kind of identify it more as like propaganda or mm-hmm. indoctr- indoctrination, mm-hmm. um, where, uh, you have, you know, these kind of pseudo medical people essentially saying that, um, you know, homosexuality or, um, non cisgender identities are, Um, like a sickness or an Mm -hmm. illness, and they'll take kind of a pathological approach to identifying these things. Mm -hmm. So in the same way that, you know, you have clinical depression and your depression can be cured and your depression can be impacted by medication in a way that could be advantageous and reduce your symptoms, homosexuality or, you know, again, like a a, a gender, gender variant identity is also a symptom and can be managed in a similar way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's obviously not uh, not true and is actually, you know, illegal in, in many states to to practice, including um, the state of New Jersey. But there are, are actually, perhaps pretty disturbingly, like many states where it is legal, mm-hmm. there are many places that families, a family, if they want to, can send their child to um, conversion therapy. This usually will look like some kind of camp situation, Mm -hmm. a sleepaway camp, Mm -hmm. where they go and are around, you know, individuals who are trying to essentially, um, essentially tell them that they are not, they're not real, their experience is not real, uh, they're sick or wrong. Mm -hmm. It conversion therapy, you know, I should say, has been, you know, completely denied as legitimate from most major, like professional organizations, um, the American Psychological Association, you know, disavows conversion therapy. This is something that is not recommended at all as a effective or ethical treatment practice. And yet, for a motivated family, they can find they can find programs like this easily. Uh, easily, mm-hmm. yes, very easily. Just because you have a family that. Is struggling to deal with this does not necessarily mean that conversion therapy is the thing that they're going to move towards. Mm -hmm. However, it is a possibility. And, you know, at times it benefits to really be thorough in doing your psychosocial assessment and doing your in your history. It benefits to. You know, kind of investigate some of these things if this has been a topic of challenge for the family in the past or seems to be particularly staunch. Um, it also... I have also observed that folks, families that come from um, usually more insular, like religious or cultural communities may see this as more of a legitimate treatment option mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore may be more likely to have interest in investigating right. these options. Mm-hmm.
0: If we think of things in terms of a scale, uh, that are invalidating to uh, invalidating and also scary to these kids. Uh, This would be pretty high on that list in terms of, um, being extremely invalidating and, uh, extremely scary and potentially traumatizing for, um, all, uh, all of these youth.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is, it is really scary. It can you know again, I, I wanna in like n- in no uncertain terms, um you know, really identify that this is you know not something that has any basis in reality for um you know helping helping these youth in any way or helping their mental health in any way.
0: It really has basis in like religion or like uh, yeah. that's sort of where it's it gets its um religious communities kind of legitimize, try to legitimize it as like an actual treatment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, when you have youth that are coming from families where they've been receiving this messaging as kind of their primary understanding of, um, you know, understanding like gender or sexual identity as, as a pathology, um, you know, when you have, when, when you have youth kind of with this sort of self-concept they've internalized so much Mm,
0: mm. of
1: this stuff and um you know a lot of times there can be significant self-loathing um i've seen you know significantly poor self-esteem i've seen um you know pretty significant uh dissociation um psychosis you know which presents a psychosis at times Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of by virtue of, you know, I cannot deal with the trauma of being in this body, Mm -hmm. which is telling me something that is so wrong. So, um, it, it really is, you know, absolutely not, not to their benefit. Yeah.
0: So when we think about these parents who are coming in, um, with their kids who are questioning or, um, in the LGBT community, what are some of the most common fears that you hear them bring up? Um, Like, what are some of the most common concerns that parents usually have?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, when I have parents who are kind of grappling with, um, you know, their teen saying that they have um, a gender sexual identity that is, um, you know, different than what they expected, um, a lot of times they will have, uh, you know, common concerns that come up um, that may include, um, you know, being afraid for their mm-hmm. child's physical safety,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that you know there's as as we've discussed there is some validity to that, um, given you know current legislative um, environments, um, given current social environments, mm-hmm. um, you know there has been there is unfortunate long. American tradition of physical violence against um, against trans people, mm-hmm. um, particularly at, at a very high, elevated high risk is um, trans women, um, particularly among that, um, among that population, we uh, have the highest risk kind of seen by um, trans women of color. And um, so, you know, parents could have a very legitimate fear for their child's safety. Um, so that that is one concern. Um, additional concerns may involve, you know, parents just not being sure of how to navigate um, for their own family and friends, um, you know, the, let's say, coming out process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when your child comes out, um, you know, any, any person who is part of this community knows that coming out or, you know, revealing this part of your identity is not a one-time thing. It is a process that happens again and again and again yeah. um, with, you know, all different kinds of people and all different kinds of spheres in your life. Um, part of the experience that is unique for parents is that they also have a bit of a coming out process because
0: mm-hmm. they
1: then um, are sort of tasked with disclosing this part of their child's identity, um, in order to, you know, in order to, uh, validate this part of their identity in order to just, you know, accept the simple truth. Um, and it may result in really difficult conversations, um, with, with people that they, they hadn't anticipated having. Mm -hmm. Um, Um,
0: you know, I never really thought about that before. Um, mm -hmm. But <laughs> randomly I was watching um, Modern Family last night. and yeah. have you ever watched that show?
1: Yeah, I have. It's okay
0: yeah, yeah, it is. Um, in this episode, so there's a gay couple in the episode um, uh, two gay men and uh, and their names are Cam and uh, I forget the, um, Cam is really the I, I think the funniest character yeah. on the whole show um <laughs> yeah. so I, that's why i'm not remembering the other his uh, his husband's name but um cam like ran into his husband's father um mitchell 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 right yeah. right cam, cam ran into mitchell's dad um as he was like walking down the street going to the store or something and mitchell's dad was hanging out like on the corner outside of a barbershop or something with his buddies and he said like oh this is my um this is my son's friend, Cam. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and didn't obviously like in this episode. Didn't want to like um, say, you know, this is my uh, son's husband. And then, of course, because it's a TV show, by the end he does, and like you know, they're they're everything's cool. But I just think that's kind of a good illustration of like this. Coming out process that the parents have to do, right? Like um, disclosing this information to their family and friends, who obviously are going to have their own <laughs> their own opinion on things. Um, or maybe some people will be more. Uh, it'll be easier to talk to some people than others about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a um, and that's that's a good example of, mm-hmm. of it, you know. In, in in pop culture, you know, I think that it definitely. You know, I I know that a lot of uh, a lot of what we've discussed so far has been um, a little bit doom and gloom. But one but one thing that I want (laughs) to one thing that I want to really identify is like you know those examples that I have seen of parents who are willing to have the uncomfortable conversations and um, are willing to deal with some of some of their own discomfort, process some of this, use their own community, um, you know, feel feel open to expanding their idea of their community to, you know, maybe getting in touch with PFLAG or another Mm. um, organization that is there to support um, parents and family members of people in this community. You know, when I see parents doing that and families doing that um, it can be really, really heartwarming. Um, You know, I've absolutely seen parents who are champions for their kids and it can be and, and it's, it's really great because again, like in the flip side, you know, we, we've discussed kind of the risks, but right. um, in this situation, right. We um, understand how, um, you know, how beautiful of a protective factor that can be. um, You know, it's, it's kind of wild to imagine, right. You think of how can I protect my children, right. When you have, when you have your child um, to start with, you know, they start out as an infant or, you know, however they've come into your life, maybe they were Older when they came into your life, you know, you know they're they're they young, they're vulnerable, they're depending on you for a lot of their physical, material, emotional needs, all these things, um, and all you want to do is figure out how can I keep you safe, how can mm-hmm. I protect you, mm-hmm. um, and it is it's really magical to see um, parents who are willing to take up the mantle and say, you know, I'm going to protect my kid in this way too um and yeah. it's really special you know mm-hmm. it's really special you can re- there's something there's something really great about about that and you can see that in um you can see that in how the families relate to each other you can see that and how comfortable the child feels with their families um you know and and you know you can you can tell when you see it that like all right they're they're gonna be okay yeah,
0: totally i i uh... And I don't mean to be the guy that keeps bringing up all this stupid pop culture stuff, but I'm gonna again. I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this video on YouTube, like, a few weeks ago. It's just, I, like, got choked up. It was so, it was, like, the nicest thing I've ever seen. It was, like, a kid, he, he was, like, sitting in front of his computer, and it was dark, and uh, he was, like, putting makeup on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he was, like, live streaming something, or he was talking to his friends, or whatever, And uh, then the dad, I guess the kid's dad, like, knocked on the door. And he's like, hey, open up. Like, let me in. What are you doing? And the kid didn't want to let him in because he didn't want to see him with the makeup on. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually the dad just keeps going. And the kid eventually relents and opens the door and turns the light on. And the dad comes in and he's just like, hey, it's okay. Like, like." you don't need to hide this from me. And then he just like gives him a big hugs and, and he just says like, uh, if this makes you happy, do it. Like, just do it. Good. I'm always here for you. And uh, it was like caught on this webcam as the kid was, because uh, the kid was like doing this tutorial or whatever. And the kid and just like starts crying as he's hugging his dad. And I was just like, Oh my God, that, that dad is like, is a king that that guy's the best. Yeah. yeah. Cuz like that kid is going to grow up knowing that his dad loves him no matter what. And that is the most important thing for a kid.
1: Absolutely.
0: But oh my god, it was I'll have to send it to you cuz it was like such a a nice video.
1: Yeah, yeah, please. And that's, you know, that and that's wonderful. I mean, that really that I think that really kind of gets back to um you know, kind of what the what the main goal is here, which is, you know, helping kids feel Safe, helping Mm -hmm. them feel validated, helping them feel like, again, it's it's us against the problem. It's not me by myself. Right,
0: right. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Yeah. I really enjoy
0: this conversation, and I want to have you come on again if that's okay.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been really great to you know talk about all of this, and yeah, it's been a really good conversation. Well, let's
0: let's go back to the well because uh, there's plenty more that we could talk about.
1: Yeah.